Welcome to the Short Fun Podcast, I'm Tom Barvelay, and today, why I won't be going to any comedy shows anytime soon. Folks may know that I work at Netflix, and for me, Netflix is also a relationship that I have with the content, like regular folks that just have Netflix accounts. For a period of time, I was fascinated by Netflix's stand-up comedy content. There was a Comedy Central clip show where it was between 10 and 30 minutes worth of stand-up from various comedians. And I used to call it stand-up roulette because I would just pick various comedians and see which ones were funny. My funny-to-not ratio was about 25 not funny to every one that was funny. I have a particularly interesting view of humour. And my perspective is ironic humour is really the only humour that strikes me. It's the only humour that I will laugh out loud to. But also, it relates very much to my own perspective associated with possible worlds. And the fact that in parallel to the environment that we see ourselves in, there is actually an extremely funny tangential universe that one can tap into with one's own perspectives. It's actually the same world that we live in. It's just a particular perspective on that universe that produces vast quantities of ironic comedy, just gold mines of ironic comedy. And from this perspective, some humour is interesting, it's obvious, it's a perspective, but I don't find it funny. And I found in particular when I was in the UK that there were various comedians, various regional funny folk, who I just couldn't find funny. It was like they were talking about irony in the perspective that I saw associated with reality, and they weren't really finding the funniness. There was more of familiarity that they had with the audience, which created the humour. In watching Netflix one day, I found a stand-up comedian who I thought was actually quite interesting. And because I had my laptop nearby, I found his Facebook group and realised relatively swiftly that he was going to be performing at the San Jose Improv in a couple of weeks' time. I talked to my wife, we booked tickets, and we turned up at the San Jose Improv to see this guy's set. There were two people prior to him that weren't funny. We were slightly ever so to the right of the centre of the stage, but we were literally within spitting distance of the comedians as they performed. And the fellow who I had watched on Netflix, who I thought was so original and so humorous, staggered out on stage as if he'd been sniffing cocaine. It was pretty obvious he was probably under the influence of cocaine, and the way in which he moved his nostrils and darted his eyes, I think it was uh, a definite maybe associated with the cocaine use. His set was slightly slurred, it was new material at least, but I didn't find him nearly as funny as I had when I watched him on Netflix, And certainly I didn't think I was seeing a good example of his material. He decided to actually pick a fight with me because I wasn't laughing and I was looking somewhat solemnly at his material, perhaps with a slight piece of sadness reflecting on if only we had seen him sober. He decided to start commenting that I had clearly been released from prison recently And how were things in the prison? Which I laughed with him. I said, yes, last week. And acknowledged him. 
But he was shaken by the fact that I wasn't laughing at his haphazard material. He then went back to his Netflix comedy special, exactly the same material, and I sat back and realised that he was punking me as someone who was coming to see his comedy. My wife and I have had a long-standing disagreement associated with this. My perspective is comedians should have new material every three to six months. There's enough that goes on in life, enough humorous stuff that I observe in my own life, that I think if I was a practicing comedian, I could have new material in at least a three-month window, if not less. And the fact that these comedians, vast majority, if not nearly all, have jokes that you will see on multiple DVDs, on multiple specials, and share the same jokes always rests a little bit uneasy with me. I think if you have a television special that's been recorded, you should have new material in that. And what does a comedian do? I don't release software. Well, no late people could argue with that. But I don't release software where I release like three versions ago just for the hell of it. Or, you know, I keep releasing the same versions in a, you know, two-month window perspective where just the same versions released and released and released and released. You know, I have a profession which is defined based on change and my intellectual abilities to enact change. And if I don't enact change, I don't have a job. I started to realise after my interaction with this comedian that I think a lot of what is presented as comedy is really not an intellectual form so much as a series of, like, I don't know, like caught-in-the-chest uptight neuroses that folks go through. Occasionally, I find funny comedians on YouTube. And you might think, listening to this narrative, that I'm just completely jaded associated with comedy and I have no longer any interest to interact with it. I spend more time watching independent comics on YouTube than I think a vast quantity of the population. And I do this primarily because I'm interested in seeing intelligent, witty, ironic, captivating ideas. And I want to hope, I hope desperately, that there are folks out there who are capable of producing true comedy, true independent thought in a slightly tilted, slightly humorous way, and that they can present it to a broad audience and be successful doing it. And periodically, one in 15, one in 20, I get that impression. But the thing that strikes me about comedy in particular is it's not about that idea. It's actually about establishing networks. It's almost like academia associated with the comedians that succeed. And the comedians that I've followed periodically through YouTube based on the fact that this individual is genuinely funny rarely are in that mould. There seems to be almost like intellectual malcontent elements to these individuals which eliminate their ability to be part of this collective kind of blasé thing which is comedy successful stand-up comedy whatever that is and honestly a good number of people support the mediocre a good number of people keep these comedians in business if they found their niche and know how to operate where they can produce a living more power to them it's just not something that i'll find funny so when my wife noted that there was a group of comedians coming to town She said to me quite solemnly, I would never consider taking you to another comedy event ever again. And when she says that, she means that my understanding and perspective on stand-up comedy 
will be refined to YouTube for the foreseeable future. Tom Barbley in San Jose, signing out.